What's up, Schmodown fans? Welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Schmodown. I'm Star Wars champion Andrew DiMolanta. And I'm Nikki DiMolanta. How many? Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's about that. Oh, there we go. Oh, boy. Okay, got it. Fans <laughs> on. on. Fans on, because it's going to get hot because we gonna got... Cool it down in here. A lot of matches to go over. Yeah, about, I don't know, 23 matches, it feels like. Yeah. But no complaints. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of content to go over. Um, Before we get into the matches, there's a couple of... Uh, I think announcements, right? Two. That's all you. There's two oh, tournaments. True, true, true. Yes, yes. Grace, uh, the president, yeah. she made an announcement and dropped two brackets for a, a teams tournament mm -hmm. and a Star Wars tournament. Do you want to? Oh, my May. phone's not in here. I noticed my phone's not in here. Uh -oh. Hold on, hold on, everybody. I'll bring it up. <laughs> Let me find the schmo down. It's gonna be a good one. I feel like yeah. this. Uh, there are two like almost min. Not, I hate to say mini tournaments. They're just they're two eight, eight tier tournaments. Yeah, and I feel like the uh, the teams tournament is gonna be interesting because yeah, it's like it's, a lot of new teams. Oh, there's no. only one team that that's in it that's from last that was established last season. Yeah. So um yeah. Hold on. I'm not having... Okay, I found... Okay, got it. Got yeah, it, got it, got right. it, got it, got it, got it. So we want, we want to actually talk about yeah, who's in it. Yeah, just say, we'll just briefly talk about who's in it. So yeah, the team's tournament, I don't think there's actually like set dates. We mm -hmm. just have brackets, and I think we know that it's going to be in May. Yes. Right? Yes. I think? Yes, I think I both of these terms will be in May. So in uh, in the team's tournament, you've got Rushmore for the Finstock Exchange, which mm -hmm. I believe to be John Roca and JTE. Yes. Versus the press room for the Mercs, which is... um. Perry Nemiroff mm -hmm. and Josh Horowitz. So they're going to go against each other. You got mm -hmm. Lightning Time from the Usual Suspects, which is Ethan Irwin mm -hmm. and Lightning Lish, Lish, Lightning Lish Lish. Miller. <laughs> I just short circuited a little bit. Sorry. And then you got the Den. They're going against the Den, mm -hmm. um, the Outsiders, which I believe to be Paul Preston, Paul Preston and Ben Goddard, I would imagine. And then over on the other side of the bracket, you got yourselves Danger Zone of the Dungeon. And that is, of course, Dangerous Dan mm -hmm. Merle. And uh, Ben the Boss Bateman. Mm -hmm. And then you've got Swag, who has the midterms. And I'm honestly not sure who that is. I don't know either. So we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> but I get it. Final exam and midterms. I see what you did there. I see what you did. Swag. Then we've got Corruption. They have Deception mm -hmm. going into the tournament, which we all are familiar with, being mm -hmm. Marisol McKee. Deception is back. And so Adam great. Collins. And then we got the Stars, who have a team called Blackjack. And honestly, don't know who that is either. Mm -hmm. I don't know if those things were revealed. They might have been, and I missed them. Who knows? But it we have a tournament the first time. But yes, we first have a tournament tournaments of the season. A teams tournament, so that's pretty exciting. Yeah, um, yeah, and, and within that announcement, we got another announcement that when I was on backstage this past week, uh, Bateman revealed the team name. Yeah, Danger Zone. Danger Zone. It fits. It fits. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Because Danger Dan Merle and Ben Bateman, ben Bateman likes Top Gun. Yep. And that's what that's from, right? Danger Zone. Yeah, just makes me think of Archer. Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. Jessica Walter. Yeah. Man, Mallory Archer and Lucille Bluth. I know her. She has a, a great. Career oh, I'm sure. I know she that, has a great. Those career, are the ones but... that we know her best as. And those are the ones I love her best yeah. as. <laughs> They're just such good characters. So now we've got a Star Wars tournament in eight person Star Wars tournament mm. that I believe to be happening in May. Not yeah. really sure. I think it's one of the two. 
I believe there's a second one. But this is the only one that's been officially announced. Right, right, right. It only makes sense for there to be a second one. I believe Christian has mentioned it. Yeah. And also there's two people per team. So it makes sense that you're going to see some more Star Wars action because the the division seems to have expanded. So we got, for the Star Wars tournament, we've got the usual suspects, marvelous Marie Wilson going up up against the Finstock Exchange with Gold Leader. Then you've got the stars throwing in Zach Burkett. Not sure yeah, he has his nickname debut. yet. Yes. Versus Adam, the razor wit of the dungeon. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right side of the bracket. Right side of the bracket. We've got Andres Ace Cabrera mm-hmm. of Swag going up against... Uh, did Sean's nickname change? Or is he still the saint? I think he's still the saint. Sean the Saint Sullivan of Corruption. Yeah, everybody's changing their nicknames. Yeah, that's the cool thing to do these <laughs> days. And then you've got uh, Thomas, the, the major. major, Harger. Harger? Harper. What is wrong with me today? <laughs> I can't. You're distracted by this gigantic thing you on You know what desk. it is? It's because I'm not in my normal position. <laughs> I would usually have my hands out here. But guess what? I'm not allowed to touch the belt. Sorry. And I respect that. But usually my hands would be out here. But I'm all... We're a superstitious bunch here in the Demon Lanta household. I'm all discombobulated, <laughs> and I can't speak anymore. <sighs> Let's see if I can make it through this. I tried to put it on the shelf. It just wouldn't fit. You know, it doesn't. It's not. It's a little cumbersome. Champ problems, am I right, people? <sighs> Jesus. Thomas the Major Harper <laughs> of the Den versus Eric. I'm, I'm sorry. His nickname, if he has one, escapes me. I'm not sure. Eric Whiteley of the Quirky uh, Oh, wait. Eric the Knight Whiteley. Oh, the Knight Whiteley. Mm-hmm. Nice. Rhyming. Yeah, and these are, we get to see the brackets before we get to see, a lot of these people have matches on the book, but we just haven't seen them right. yet. Right. We have not. We have yet to see Zach Briquet. We have yet to see Thomas Harper in the Schmodown. Mm-hmm. And we've yet to see Eric Whiteley. So... Yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's going to be good. And it's interesting to see like where these decisions came from, like who do we put in the tournament, because almost every single team has at least two Star Wars players. I think I think the exchange is the only one with I one Star Wars think player. I so. For, as far as I know. Yeah. Um, but somebody in this, you know, I can't go, in, obviously I can't go into the tournament, but yeah. somebody else on this desk isn't in the tournament. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Marie just won Dragon Con. Yeah. And she's coming off of a win. Yeah. So, you know, it's whatever. I'm not fine by me. <laughs> Go get him, Marie. Yeah. But, you know, I'm sure that if yeah. and when there's a second one down the road, I will need to do what I, I need think, to do. I, I mean, I, I don't know what conversations you're having with uh, your manager, but I imagine you're you're going to have a match in between this one and the next tournament just to get your debut in and get people to see you. Because the only person that has not debuted in this tournament is zach well and so. also i mean i know that she holds the ig belt but we oh, it was yeah. a big fat reveal that mara's going into star wars so i don't know if they're pulling back on that because they want her to focus on ig yeah. or if that's still a thing but why make a big reveal like oh by the way she's also gonna play star wars who's and then the, she does who's the dungeons competitor it's oh sorry it's wit adam wit and, yeah and you also had Molly Damon. And you also got Molly but Damon. But she was in contention for the belt, too. At, which at I the imagine very, which goes probably into, why she's yeah. not in here. Yeah. So. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And I think you want Mara to focus on IG because, you know. Probably. She has the belt right now. Maybe you should have kept that in your pocket until later in the game then. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know. I don't know. But, yeah, those are the announcements. Um, I'm, I always love tournaments. Tournament, and they we're getting tournaments earlier than we normally yeah. would. So bring it on, man. There's nothing like tournaments. Um, I love just, you know, I love outside tournament play too, but there's nothing like a, a good old fashioned tournament, like no, I really winner think takes all type of thing. The Star Wars tournament last year, I feel like it really, it set 
set some kind of fire. Yeah. In and Mishmona, also, and also I, think, I think I think what we have to mention with these tournaments is the winner of the team's one, I think, goes up against Corruption in a number one contender match. I don't think they get a title mm. shot. Correct me if I'm wrong in the comments. Yeah, I don't know. But I do think the um, Star Wars tournament, the winner of that gets a, a title shot against... They will be playing, I guess, the winner of whoever holds it after the Laura, Laura Kelly, Kelly match at Collision. Correct. So, ooh, Correct. man, Star Wars belts can be on the line a lot this season. So. A lot of stuff going on <laughs> yeah. over here in yeah. the Star Wars world. It's so big. It takes up so much space. It does. It's very awkward to hold, too. I don't know what to do with my that. hands. Usually, I don't sit like this. <laughs> like, usually, I'm out here. Yeah, I usually have my hands out here. but Playing I, with stuff. But... We'll see. Anyways, so those are the couple of announcements that we wanted to go over really quick. So let's get into... But no complaints. I will sit like this for as long as I need to. Let me make that. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out a way to like maybe hang it on the wall or, or something. I don't know. You do whatever you want. This is the most... Can be, I might put it over here, move the road cut. I don't know. I'll move it around. You do whatever you want. We'll I will accommodate. I don't know. We'll I see. will accommodate. But it's so, right. so nice and framed. We got like 10 jillion matches, so <laughs> let's do it. All right. The first match that we've got here is a singles match. We got... Video Drew mm. of the Dungeon versus Elliot the Mountain Dewberry of Corruption. This match was yes. a delight. Oh, it was. It my was. goodness. Video Drew is quickly becoming one of my favorite people. Oh my god, she is in the Shmoda. She's so funny. Such a treasure. I do love how I know Dewberry's got this new corruption persona. Yeah, and he's attitude. all in his suit and he's all serious. But I did love at one point when she made him laugh and it was like, oh, I love him. <laughs> when you see somebody like break character yeah. or whatever, it's just because she had the, the stick the stick going in of like, oh, I want to play Josh McCrubert. Oh yeah, she she <laughs> her whole promo was because she she played in like an exhibition rom com match yeah, with, with, with Josh McCuga. Yeah. And she kept calling him Josh McCuber. And she was thinking that for some reason, maybe because they were in a rom-com match together, that they were going to, they fell in love <laughs> and that they were going to get married. And uh, she cut the whole promo thinking that she was going against Josh McCuber in this match. <laughs> so she didn't realize that Dewberry beat him and retired him. Yeah. So that was a lot of fun. Uh yeah, <laughs> it was, it was, that was good. Video Drew's a treasure. So round one, they both missed a question about Elizabeth Banks and Black Dynamite. Mm -hmm. So they were both six to six, a match made in heaven. Look at that. <laughs> round number two, Video Drew spins 90s. She goes to multiple choice twice, mm -hmm. got them both. Then she did have a big old two point miss and it did get stolen. Yeah. Dewberry, he goes, he gets spinner's choice. He gets Paul Thomas, or he picks paul thomas anderson don't know who that is feel like i never heard of him i know somebody's spun that before but yeah you could give me a lineup and i'd be like i don't know just pick the third one in maybe <laughs> probably a safe choice he went to multiple choice two times got one missed one mm -hmm. not stolen but he also had a two-point miss that was stolen. So it was a bit of a wash there. So by the end of round two, it's now 11 to 12 in favor of Video Giroux. Mm -hmm. Round three, two-pointer for Dewberry. 90s, which actor is in the following films? 90s films. 1990s. <laughs> Goodfellas, Jurassic Park, and Die Hard with a Vengeance. Mace Windu himself, mm -hmm. Sam, Jackson. Sam Jackson. Whoops, sorry. Didn't mean to give that piece of trivia away. <laughs> Hopefully nobody looked that one up. Two-pointer for Video Drew. Musicals. What pop music superstar played the Scarecrow in the 1978 musical The Wiz? The Wiz. I think this is... Michael while, Jackson. While, while I was at Backstage this past week, I think somebody... I think it was Goddard said, like, like this is a weird question because he never heard of The Wiz before. 
Mm. And we're, we're talking about subjectivity of, of questions. And he's oh, like, yeah. he's like, this is a two pointer. And I didn't, I, I, I could be wrong. I think they said like, yeah, uh, this question came up. Like, I have never heard of this movie. Yeah. Andrew and I have been talking a lot about, about question subjectivity questions, yeah. this week. Oh, yeah. Because things. Three pointer for Ellie <laughs> Dewberry. Fantasy sci fi in Blade Runner 2 2049. Oh, by the way, Video Drew got her two pointer. <laughs> Michael Jackson. <laughs> uh, who plays Wallace? Who plays Wallace? CEO of of Nyander? I don't know if I got autocorrected there. Something (laughs) weird happened here. Anyways, who wants to discover the secret to replicant reproduction? Mm -hmm. The Joker himself, Jared Leto. Leto. You're welcome for anybody Anybody out there for that trivia. uh, Schneider cut. Stayed up until two in the morning watching that thing. I didn't. I was drifting into dreamland. Yeah, no thanks. I'm good. Give me a regular length movie. I also heard something about people with the success of um, the Snyder Cut being, you know, mm-hmm. the, and the fact that it was four hours. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's true, but whoever, was there the same type of thing with Endgame where somebody started and then somebody else finished it? Or did the same people make it the whole time? Which one? Endgame? No, Endgame. Uh, was that the Coen brothers or something? No, it was the Russo brothers. Russo brothers. I knew it was some kind of brothers. <laughs> potato, potato, am I yeah. right? So, no, I heard something about how... Um, and I don't know. Maybe it's fake. Maybe it's the onion. I don't know. But something about how they the success of the Snyder Cut. They're like, oh, we're open to releasing a six hour cut of Endgame. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> that movie Who is. Who has that the kind movies of time? Find, find the way it is. That's the that's the thing. Like, who's got that kind? We of can time? go. I can talk all about day about how like the Snyder Cut. Oh, not not you know the Whedon Cut is. It's fine. I didn't hate it, but it, it, you, you can it. tell it was a little. It was like a, a cobble of two different directors' visions. And the Snyder cut is it's far too long, but it's much better than the Whedon cut. I didn't watch the Snyder cut, and I can't guarantee that I'm going to anytime soon. But I don't it's remember good. a second of the Joss Whedon one. I mean, oh, uh, I mean, the only thing I remember is the whole mustache debacle. Which, yeah, yeah. come on, man. What's that about? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> come on. Anyways, <laughs> moving on. The answer was Jared Leto, and he got it. Three-pointer for video, Drew. 80s, the 1980s. <laughs> that joke is still funny. Which actor <laughs> plays the character Professor Plum in the 1985 board game adaptation Clue? Never seen it. Oh, love Christopher Clue. Lloyd. Isn't that uh, Dr. Yeah. Doc Brown. There you go. Doc Brown from, what's it called? Back to the Future. What's it called? One of the best trilogies in cinematic history. Sorry, what? Brad. My bad. <laughs> Christopher Lloyd. She got it. FCL starts next Tuesday or tomorrow. Oh, boy. Yeah. Five-pointer for Dewberry. Horror. Claude Rains Ralph. Oh, <laughs> that wasn't all one name. <laughs> There's no comma. Claude Rains Ralph Bellamy. I was like, damn, that's a long name. Claude Rains, Ralph Bellamy, and Bella Lugosi have supporting roles in what 1941 Universal Horror film? And I guess this one. The Wolfman. The Wolfman. Just guess a monster if you don't know it. <laughs> Pull Stacey Howard and just guess the, the right question. And uh, Oh, and he missed he it, missed though. He missed it. I was going to say. You, you, you looked puzzled. I was like, yeah, you know the outcome of this. Like, he yeah, I was going to say, I didn't write missed it or got it, but I'm like, I know the outcome, so he must have missed it. <laughs> Just, I'm really saw, struggling here. I, I saw the gears turning. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm really struggling today for some reason. I don't know why. The belt is throwing you off. It is the belt. Like, I, I totally admit that the belt is kind of like it's. I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of moving it because, you know, I love having it in frame. Don't get me wrong, but do whatever you need to do. I will struggle busting. I my usually way have my this. hands here. I feel uncomfortable. I don't know. 
We'll, we'll, what oh, we'll do I do with my hands? Yeah, I might move the roadcaster here. I'll put the belt here. We'll, we'll figure it out. Hey, man, I don't care. Whatever you want to do. I will, like I said, adapt, uh, overcome. Yes. Yeah. Whatever. We'll, we'll, we'll find a place. We'll to make this. a way. We'll, ma- we'll everything. We'll every, it, yeah. It, we'll find a way. <laughs> Anyways. Video Drew, 16 to 19. Video Drew takes the W there, home to the w. dungeon. So excellent that, job there, Video Drew. Very fun match. Such an entertaining match. Oh, my God. I love the back and forth. And Drew, Video Drew has some of the quickest wit in, in, out of anybody in the game. And she, does. she had me crying at points. Like, she is hilarious. Yeah, I forget some of the exact things she said, but she, it, I, she's. I just amazing. remember sitting there like, oh my God. <laughs> no, it, during the match, you were like, oh, she's definitely one of my favorite people now. Yeah, can you remember <laughs> when she first debuted? I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm she's no. come a long way. She's come, not just character wise, but trivia wise. Yes. She's, she's competing. Oh, yeah. I, I love to see it. And, you know, as far as Dewberry goes, like, I mean, people had him like, you know, it's not like he got rocked. No, he like it was a great match. This is a great back and forth match. Like, oh, he stole two points. She stole him back, and it's uh, like everybody likes. Sometimes when we we have, especially in like the divisions that we play in, it's like you're expected to go perfect the entire time, and yeah. like and you, you expect everybody. And when people miss, it's like, oh, oh it's you're, over. you're over. With uh, that's why I still love watching the singles and teams divisions. Like things can happen where people miss, steals happen, they steal the points back, and. It's, I love seeing matches like this, and yeah. especially with, with characters like this. It's so yeah. much fun. To have the the back and forth of a trivia match, but also to have the character work yeah. going on. Like, this was a great match. It's so Very so entertaining. Next match, we have a rookie debut match oh, yeah, for two right. people. So we've got Christy V of the Stars versus Rick the Rager <laughs> Radis of the Finstock Exchange. Speaking of characters. What a fantastic name. Like, listen... I don't think that that's his real name because yeah. uh, his Twitter... Rick Gratis. His Twitter name is definitely not that. And you know how sometimes people make their, their Twitter name like their first and their last name? Oh, yeah. Like, it's definitely not Rick Gratis. So I don't know if it's his real name <laughs> or not. <laughs> because if that's his real name, what a name. Yeah. Congrats to his parents on that one because... Radis. Rick Radis? Yeah. I'm telling you, you and sound they- like a wrestler or a something else that I, <laughs> it sounds like you could be something else with that name if you know what i'm talking about but it's just a fantastic name I, and i do like this like you know his because his nickname this run has is the rager i like the rager. The, him being called triple triple r yeah like triple h yeah I, I like that that's that's really cool um but yeah what a character man I, yeah <laughs> i need to know what's in that skull that he keeps holding up it looks like bloody mary which yeah. is disgusting <laughs> if that's what it is like why would you keep that in a bottle that's but hilarious. i thought that that skull has tequila in it Maybe it's red tequila. Who knows? I don't know. Uh, no, we don't drink tequila in this house. I used to. I don't anymore. Tequila. I could take a sip of tequila and it's just vomit city immediately. Yeah. <laughs> like vomit city. it's just Ralph. Ralph, yak, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> I will vomit if you just give me even a small drink of tequila. It's yeah. No, it's. I, I remember tequila and coke used to be my thing back oh, in college. Oh god, that's so disgusting. When you first, when we first started, when we first met, and then when we first started dating, tequila was like my thing. But then it switched one day. I was like, oh, nope. And I went to whiskey, and then to, the to vodka. Yeah, I had one bad night with tequila. Yeah, never again. And I, I remember exactly what night that was. Never again. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were watching yeah. a UFC match with our friends. Never again. I think that night is the reason that I just 
throw up city. Yeah. Vomit city, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I can't even I'm the mayor. Tequila. It's disgusting. <laughs> but if you drink it, good for you. Good for you. And Rick Raddis, if that's what's in your skull over there, good <laughs> for you. Bring it back to the Bring Schmodown. it back to the Schmodown. <laughs> I don't know if it's a red tequila. I don't know, but, but good for you. Yeah. Yeah, much and, respect. And uh, oh God, who who is going on against? Christy, Christy v, v of the stars. She's one of those uh, fan four. Yeah, the fan fanly four. four. Fanly four. Fanly four. That with uh, your faction mate came in. Um, Amaru Fanly. Moses. Adam Amaru. Yes. Yes. But so hey, yeah, so I think a lot of this was like eyes on her because like, hey, she's has, she has loose experience, and again, I say loose experience because fan leagues are fan leagues. Yeah. This experience is the big time. Is experience. It's but just, you experience know. is experience. I didn't know a thing about Rick Raddus other than. What a character. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you come in with that kind of name. Yeah. You're wearing bathrobes and sunglasses and. Yeah. Yeah. Holding up skulls full of Bloody Marys <laughs> and tequila. <laughs> Good for you, man. Yeah. What a winner. Round one. They both missed a question about mm-hmm. Joe Pesci. It was a. Uh, there was a first question. Oh, yeah. yeah. They both missed the first question. It was mm-hmm. something with Joe Pesci. Yeah. Something about who was in these movies. Yeah, I got it wrong too. I said De Niro, yeah. which I think is what they both Pesci. said. Yeah. yeah, no, sorry, it was Pesci. So they first, they both missed their first question. Eh, it's rough, but whatever. Yeah, it happens. Chrissy missed a question about Bill and Ted and Kate Blanchett. Oh. Radis, the Rager. I don't know what I'm. I'm we'll we're call gonna him say Radis. Just call him Radis. Radis missed. I mean, that's what he was called in the match. So that's what I, well, that was in his lower third. So whatever the lower third's called. Radis called. missed a question about Sandra Bullock. Two weeks notice and the hangover. So by the end of round one, it was five to five. Mm-hmm. Round two. Radis spins away from rom-coms. Rom-coms. Gets J-Lo. <laughs> Multiple choice twice. Got them both. Yeah. So, you know. It's... Sweeps the category, but has it, go, has it tricked down a couple times? No, no shame in that. got right. Yeah. Christy spins away from Robert Redford. Mm. Gets opponent's choice. Oof, they rough. saddle her with the little thing called horror. And I took a note here that Gucci said it's horror and she'll do horror bowl. <laughs> Gucci is. Did you take, we took note of the cutscenes, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, so we'll get to that. So we'll get. <laughs> God. Quote of the year. My I love. Favorite quote of the year. I love Tom Technico. Oh my God. He is amazing. Anyways, multiple choice three times. Missed twice. They both got stolen. Mm-hmm. Multiple choice another time. She got it right. If I'm not mistaken, I feel like I heard something that Rick Raddus mm-hmm. is part of a horror podcast. So I think he might like it. Yeah. So by the end of round two. I mean, he's holding the skull, for, for God's sakes. Full of tequila <laughs> and, Bloody, and Mary. Bloody Marys. Eight to 13. Can you imagine how disgusting that would be? I like Bloody Marys. I don't like tequila, though. Uh, Bloody Marys are disgusting. Get out of here. What is it? Vodka and tomato juice? Yeah. Olives. Some celery in That's there. disgusting. Don't people put hot sauce in it too? Mm-hmm. What is raw? What kind of gutter palate do you have to have to think <laughs> that would taste good? And then other people put like a bacon in it. Good for you. Come on, we had like after our, our, our friend's wedding. Yeah, I did. Did I have one? I had like three. I sure didn't. It's <laughs> disgusting. I want to drink. A great time. First of all, vodka by itself tastes like paint thinner. Let's just get that out of the I way. Mean, we, you want me to put that in tomato juice and go, oh, wow, thank you for brunch. Like, oh, it's so gross. <laughs> it's so disgusting. Thank you for brunch. And celery's going to make it better? Celery's got no taste. What's it going to do? Oh, I could stir it with celery. Yeah. Wow. Cool. I mean, we are we, we are on let's, this uh, this seltzer high right now. We put vodka in our seltzer here now. So. Well, I mean, that's that delicious. it's not tomato juice. Yeah, that's disgusting. It's, it's delicious, though. Truly. Mm. Yeah. Truly we, delicious. 
<laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> Bloody Marys are gross. Sponsor us, please. That's all I'm really trying to say. <laughs> Eight to 13, Radis. Round three. Um, oh, and another note that Radis <laughs> said that Roxy likes to pick sexy numbers, <laughs> but he likes to pick nasty numbers. And I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so now I need a nasty number shirt. We do. Hashtag <laughs> nasty numbers. <laughs> Two-pointer for Christy. Action adventure. Who plays the character known as El Mariachi in Once Upon a Time in Mexico? Mm-hmm. Antonio Banderas. Antonio Banderas. She got it. Three-pointer for Christy. Dramas. What 1970s classic drama has performances by Robert Robert Duvall, Ned Beatty, Faye Dunaway, and William Holden? I definitely got this one wrong. Mm-hmm. Network. Not to be confused with the social network. Yeah. <laughs> Very close movies there. Very She did good movie. miss it, unfortunately. So mm-hmm. we stay with Christy for her five. Mm-hmm. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks' character is a tech giant whose company oversees products such as Sea Change and Soul Search. In which film featuring John Boyega? Circle. Oh, I thought you were telling me, like, hurry no, up. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> the circle. The circle. Yes, Ugh. and unfortunately, she did miss it. 10 to 13 in favor of Radis with a TKO, Ugh. bringing that home to, to the exchange. on that question on a movie that was just bad. Ugh, Never saw it. Did Never not like it. that movie. And Hot Tom Hanks is in like two, three scenes. Yeah. Did it. you say John Boyega wasn't in it a whole John, lot either? John Boyega was in like three scenes. Barely did anything. Yeah. And, oh, God. I The review's on this channel. Go go search for it. But oh. like, look at that. did not like this movie. And then when Jen Sturger was interviewing mm-hmm. Radis, she said that, well, now we have the answer to the age-old question of what would it look like if one of Tom's STDs grew up? <laughs> like, whoa. Oof. How are you going to recover from that? Like, I don't know. damn, Jen, bringing the heat. I mean, give it to him, man. He got a TKO for the, for the faction. Yeah. A minus one for the stars. I mean, and God, what a way to like to follow, you know, the, the, this past uh pay-per-view for the stars it's a rough time for, yeah. for them right now but there's still plenty of i mean what are you gonna do? do i mean you can do only do so much against an opponent you have no idea how they're gonna do exactly no tape on this guy from what i, I can understand i don't know if they did their research and maybe knew that horror was a blind spot or just that they knew it was a strong spot for him to get steals mm-hmm. i don't know maybe it's in the dossier i don't know <laughs> the, <laughs> the dossier dossier the i dossier. don't know maybe it's there but in either case it worked yeah and so yeah i'm interested to see how he does yeah. how he does mm-hmm. because there's definitely room for improvement as mm-hmm. there is with a lot of these debut matches mm-hmm. so i'm interested to see where he goes he's a character that oh, goes man. without yeah. saying and that that's the thing about the exchange right now they draft they drafted a lot i think people would say they drafted a, a lot based on character yeah because look at the characters in their their their, their faction and speaking of to that end mm-hmm. i saw somebody recently make the you know they were like oh do you think that maybe it was a strategic move for tom to draft almost all rookies mm-hmm. you know at least outside of assigned people all rookies because you know that let me see if i can say this as well as they said it because it's like, well, if you're drafting big names, mm-hmm. then you're going to get... You're drafting, you know, big kid names, you're going to get big kid games. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But if you draft all rookies and you do your homework to know that they're strong, they're just going to be pummeling through other rookies. That is so, true. That's a great point. Is that part of the dossier? Was that part of Tom's plan to know that he's going to get... I don't want to say lower level, but rookie level yeah. matches. So so that, that that at the beginning of the season, yes. But if they keep racking up wins... 
you got to start your your record. You're going to start having to play those bigger names. You're going to have It's just a matter of, you know, look at the heavy hitters that we've seen so far. They've all gone against heavy hitters. And it's the Adam Collins effect. You start out playing other rookies, and then you work your way up to TKOing Mm -hmm. big names in the game and taking the belt in your rookie season. So it's the Adam Collins effect. If you, if, if you, I almost said download a rookie. What is wrong with you? <laughs> if you draft a rookie that mm-hmm. you believe has the Adam Collins potential, mm-hmm. yeah, you're not going to be dabbling in rookie matches all season. At some point, they're going to have to yeah. climb. But you right. know, yeah. and the other part of their reason reasoning for this being a good strat was that, you know, not only are you going to potentially be able to bulldoze your way through rookie level games, debut mm-hmm. level games, you're also guaranteed to get tons of matches because they all need to debut. That's true too. So, so you're gonna yeah. you're gonna front load the first half of your year, rack up a bunch of points, and then hopefully cultivate these people as players mm-hmm. to where they are prepared to, to face those higher That's level people later point. on. So is that the madness that is the, you know, behind the genius that is Bobby Gucci. Mm-hmm. Well, time will tell. But I thought that was a really interesting That's point. That's an interesting point. Yeah, because all your rookies... I don't know rookies, who said it. If you were the one that said that, credit to you. Good job. Yeah, it's a great charge. But again, the the more they win, the because you, you can only run to rookies so many times. Exactly. And then you say, you get, you know, you win and then you get a high seed in the tournament and you make yourself maybe to the second round of the tournament. You're not going to be facing rookies. You're going to be facing people like, you know, the bigger names. Yeah. So... It's an interesting strategy. It has its, yeah, it's it an has its benefits in it, but it also has its its downsides. So like it can only last for so long. But maybe it was part of Tom's plan. Maybe it wasn't. <laughs> Who knows? We'll never know I'll because never know. it's Bobby Gucci and you mm-hmm. never you I don't I'm not sure how sure he is. Mm-hmm. But he's got the dossier. So we'll see what he does with mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So they get the TKO. Excellent job to Radis mm-hmm. and excellent job to Christy. Yeah. There's like we we say it all the time. There are wins and there are learning learning opportunities. Exactly, this is a learning opportunity. First so. match, of, first match of your career. Don't don't hang your head about it. You'll exactly room for improvement. Plenty more mm-hmm. stuff. Plenty to more do opportunities. Out there. Next match, we have an opening scene, and we've got Ben Bateman and Dan Merle prank calling none other than Bob Gucci. <laughs> I, I love that that this uh, is amazing. that uh, Ben was like, "You want two grown men to crank call another grown man." I love this yes. idea. <laughs> Because, yes. So, yeah, uh, Merle called Gucci, <laughs> acted as if he was, His, you uh, know, parole officer. Gene, the parole officer. Oh, oh this is Gene. Oh. <laughs> I know. I wish I should have watched it again because I would love to try to Big my hand an impression of it. Yeah. But, yeah, no, he was Gene, the parole officer, and they, they were sending him on a wild goose chase. We'll see where that ends up later on. But <laughs> telling him to meet him over you know, it's yeah. this one location, and he's already, what, like 42 minutes late or something yeah. like that. So, and I, it, I, was, it was good. I really enjoy this comedic undertone that all these cutscenes yeah. are taking. Because, like, you can easily come in here like, oh, screw you, and do all this trash talk. But it's like... Yeah, like you, super serious trash it's, talk. Yeah, it's super serious. But then I, I like how self-aware yeah. these scenes are. It's like, it's a trivia show. Yeah. All right, let's crank call these people. And I, I love how... It's because, you know, Christian is a comedian. You know, I imagine he wants to keep that, like, you know muscle keep like flexed well yeah and also everything can't always be like you know like super intense all the time it would get kind of exhausting so it's really fun and lighthearted to see these kinds of things and it's fun to see these sides to the competitors too. because i would never look at dan merle and be like oh well look he's gonna do this (laughs) he's gonna giggle like a little kid while he prank calls bobby (laughs) gucci and pretends to be gene the parole officer Mm -hmm. so i do love seeing these sides to um to the competitors it's really fun and there there is a continuation of that cutscene that we will come upon later. Yes. Okay. Next match, we've got another singles match between 
the powder keg, Paul Preston of the mm. Den versus James, now the Jet, the jet. White of They're Corruption. Changing, changing up the nicknames. That's Stick what with your nickname. Doing. Make a name for yourself, literally. Round one. Not make the name for yourself. Make the, the name that's given to you. Make that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Come in and. <laughs> I've told this story before. I didn't like my nickname at first. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'll run with it. Yeah. If you had the choice to pick your nickname, there would definitely have been a different name that you would have picked. There's no need to put it out there right now. There's no need to put it out there right now. There's no need. There's no need. If you're a part of our Discord and you follow me and you know, you know what the you know what the nickname I would choose. You know. You know exactly. But what if we were to pick your nickname, it definitely would have been different. But now that you've now you know, that I've adopted, rolled with it for a couple rolled of years, with it, it, it's it's a part of my persona now. Well, yeah. it used to be part of my persona now, but like yeah. you know, it's a part of me. It's just it's, it's there. But in any case, he went from the wizard to, to the, the jet. jet. He's not a sorcerer or a wizard anymore. He's a jet. <laughs> what was, Shout what was that? out to uh, <laughs> Bucky Barnes. What was the quote? It was uh, a sorcerer is basically a wizard without a hat. Something like that. Oh man, the winter Falcon that. and the Winter Soldier. I love that show. It's so it's, good. It's a good time it's so very far. Good time. Love Sebastian Stan and um, Anthony Mackie's chemistry. Yeah. They are just too good so together. Good. Too good. Round one. They both got perfect rounds. Yeah. Oh boy, yeah. out the gate, man, and they both got the bonus. Mm-hmm. Nine yeah. to nine at the end of round one. Round two. Paul goes first. He spins Emily Blunt. He goes to multiple choice one time. Missed it, and it did get stolen. Mm-hmm. James goes. He spins away from the 70s and gets the 70s. <laughs> Let's see what he does here, ladies and gents. He goes to multiple choice twice. Both were missed, and both got stolen. Oof, big steals. Big steals. So 14 to 17 in favor of Paul, the powder mm-hmm. cake. Round three. Two-pointer for James. Tom Cruise. In what film does Tom Cruise star as Colonel Klaus Schenk? Graf von Stauffenberg, <sighs> the German army colonel who was instrumental in the conspiracy to assassinate Adolf Hitler. <laughs> wow. Valkyrie. Valkyrie, got it. And I will say, like, as this question is being asked, I'm like, Christian got that right. <laughs> <laughs> That's always a running joke. It though. is running, like, <laughs> I'm not, you know, it, it is like a, a running thing in, in the show, like, oh, Christian continually, like, I saw people things. say, you know, make a schmo down drinking game, and there was, one of the rules was every time yeah, one well, of the announcers yeah. mispronounces something, I'm like, we nobody would make it out of this game. Because <laughs> they were like, oh, every time somebody, you know, yeah. So, oh, what are some of the things? Oh, man, I wish I would have saved it. Yeah. Because they were like, every time somebody spins away from something and says, oh, but we'll be okay with it if we get it back. And those types of things yeah. that like everybody does all the time. Oh, no, this is exactly where we wanted to be. We wanted to be here. <laughs> I've never been more proud of you. Like, nobody's making it out of that game. Anytime yeah. Marx is penultimate, good luck. Yeah. Yeah. And <sighs> Christian mispronouncing things. It happens, man. You it know, happens. What, but I was just funny. It's like, wow. You got, he, quite a name. He got that spot on. And he didn't even, he didn't even flinch. Was like, wow. I can't. I can't say anything because I've already had. Yeah, like, no, I can't say anything. I've already short circuited about ten times yeah. so far during <laughs> this recording. Three pointer for James. He gets sports. Mike Ditka. Ditka. Trick question. Ditka, Ditka is God. God. Mike Ditka plays himself, helping Will Ferrell's character in what soccer film? Kicking and screaming. Got it. Two pointer for Paul. Thrillers. Nick Nolte and Jessica Lange co-star in what thriller from director Martin Scorsese? Cape Fear. He got it. Three-pointer for Paul, Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm-hmm. For what film did Leonardo receive his first acting Oscar yeah, nomination? What's Eating Gilbert Grape? I got that one. Very proud of myself. Uh, good job, me. Five-pointer for James. Musicals. Woof. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. In what 19... Oh, no, actually, let me back it up. 
back that thing up. What 1954 musical is set in the Pacific Northwest state of Oregon and stars Howard, Keel, and Jane Powell? And I'm over here like, I have no <laughs> effing clue. And I, I mean, I'm not a musical aficionado. I just had the ones that I really like. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm like, wow, no, I, have, I don't even have a guess. And he's over here on the couch like, uh, seven brides for seven brothers? brides for seven brothers, maybe. And then, boom, he got it right. Who? <laughs> the only, again, subjectivity of questions. The only reason I know Seven Brides for Seven Brothers is because it's one of my mom's favorite musicals, and we watched it all the time growing up. Yeah, one of the things Andrew's mom does is she'll like find a movie she likes, and mm-hmm. then she'll just watch it on repeat for like a good month or something. So a that m- might have month? been one of those. A month? More than a month. She watched Twilight for a whole year. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah, and this was one of those. One cases. of them or like mo- all of them? One of them. Oh, boy. She watched the first one for a year. There should be a Twilight Schmodown match that your mom competes <laughs> in. Wow. No, but this is, one of those, this is one of those things other than Star Wars that I watched all the time. My mom had a Betamax of Seven Brides and Seven Brothers, and she'd watch it. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to sit here and watch it with you. And come on, man. It's, it's, a, just, good, it's, it's a good film. funny stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, God. What's happening? It's funny stuff like that that makes people go like, <laughs> my question was so easy. And yeah. it's like, well, it's easy because, because I, I saw seen the, it a bunch of times. Yeah. Like, obviously, and Jane did, hadn't seen it that many times. Yeah, and, you know, clear transparency, I guessed at it because I, I heard... I heard Pacific Northwest. Well, yeah. I know they're lumberjacks in that movie. Oh yeah. I didn't know who started it because I, you know, I'm terrible with names other than Star Wars names. And I was like, that that sounds like Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. Go figure. Context clues. In so. any case, James did miss it, unfortunately. So nineteen mm-hmm. to twenty-two in favor of Paul Preston yeah. taking home a big W for the yeah. Dan. And this this match was between two competitors that had a lot to prove because oh, paul yeah. not the best showing last season no it was a rough season for uh, james white last season got drafted uh i think he was the first pick for the drews first pick yeah. for the drews then got traded away so a lot of expectations on his shoulders won his first match didn't do too not didn't do great in his next and that match. first match was like a whoa yeah kind of win yeah exactly so both of these competitors like oh, i want to make splashes coming back next season yeah and, for sure but another match where it's like back and forth back and forth it was a really good it match. was a really good match and Preston just had, happened to get the W for. Yeah. for um, I think he end. really needed that. Yeah, I think, I think Paul he. Really needed I that. think Paul needed it more than uh, than James did. At this point in time, I feel like that's mm-hmm. probably so, fair to say. Because uh, Kate said that Paul and Ben are their two staple players that they're mm-hmm. banking everything on. Yup. So if Paul didn't did not get this win today, then it'd be like, uh oh, that's not yeah. good because nobody wants to start off their season in a season where they're expecting to do really well to you know start it off with a loss. Yeah. So. So there mm-hmm. was an ending scene. Mm-hmm. Tom Dagnino, Bobby Gucci himself, going to meet up with Gene, the parole officer. And Tesla. Um, my God, I have to just say, the commitment <laughs> to this whole sequence, I'm just blown away. Yeah. I just thought it was fantastic. So he's getting off the phone. He gets into his Tesla. And he drives over to this like park-looking place. And he's looking for Gene. And I just... We lost our minds when he just said this one like he uh, i said, love this line he was looking around for gene have you seen gene have you seen gene nobody oh and then he's yeah. getting kind of annoyed that it's taking so long and he says this guy is cutting into gucci time i don't like it <laughs> and we lost our minds because it's not we only the line because only his delivery only tom can deliver it that way to where it's just hilarious I, everything <laughs> he says is just so funny to me i don't 
he is and probably will always be one of my favorite personalities in the Shmoda. Yeah. He's just, he's hilarious. This guy's cutting good time. All, all you know, like goofs, goofy stuff aside, mm-hmm. like exchange, like yeah. all the storyline stuff. Tom is a treasure. And yeah. I, he's amazing. And also the pants he was wearing. What is that? And it's like only he can wear those pants yeah. and the shoes that somehow match them. Like, how? How do you do that? And he pulls it off too. But he's because he's just he's a legend. Yeah. This guy's cutting into Gucci time. And I don't like it. And so, yeah, no, he finally he happens upon a park bench. There mm-hmm. was a, a gift bag there with a clown mask and I think a wig it was just or just a, a wig. wig. Yeah. And a, and a card, you know, from, from the, the dungeon, dungeon, making fun of him and everything, you know, calling him a clown or whatever. And he goes, Bateman, Kayser, <laughs> Merle. So, yeah, he said it really is war. So, yeah. you know. And again, I love the comedic undertones in this. So good. <laughs> it's so good. That, oh, my God. That's probably one of my favorite. The The prank call itself, along with this follow-up end scene, is probably, like, my favorite cutscene so far my favorite yeah. sequence so far of the season it was it was great yeah so with that we head into the first battlefield oh yeah of the season we've got the undercard lightning lishan and miller of the usual suspects mm-hmm. versus john the outlaw roca of the finstock exchange oh he is on, on fire fire and again like storyline stuff aside and like rivalry with the exchange, I guess you could say, since you left them aside, mm-hmm. I will never get tired of watching John Roca going full Roca. Yeah, it's one of my it's, it's one of my favorite things about the Schmodown. He, like, he is will for, a legend. I've told him, I told, said this many times. Roca is my favorite player, and because he encompasses everything about the Schmodown that I love. Yeah. So and he helped build it with those two hands. Yeah. You know exactly. So. What I, I'm, I am glad that we get to see Heel Roka again because yeah. that that was like oh it's so good it's because so good every time every time every post match I'm like there it is there he is there he is He's there's the outlaw yeah. there he is so round one they both get perfect mm-hmm. rounds and this is a big match too man like and come they on both now. got the bonus nine to nine at the end of round one round two Roka spins away from Ram Kams says that he doesn't want to put his nuts on the line. <laughs> <laughs> Man, these one liners. And then he like goes back and he's like, I'm talking about walnuts, the nuts I have in my, my pantry. <laughs> uh, that's another line that I want to incorporate in my day to day life. So, anyways, he, he takes his nuts off the line and he gets spinner's choice and he takes Ooh, sports. Yeah. He gets a perfect round two, mm-hmm. knocks it out of the pork. Knocks it out. Liz spins spinner's choice, mm-hmm. takes DreamWorks animation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, both spinner's choice. So, like, no more complaints of, oh, opponent's choice. You only got the category. You know, they both got the category they liked. Yep. So, um, multiple choice. Once she missed it, it did get stolen. Mm-hmm. Um, then there oh, was yeah, another question that she answered. She kind of said it in such a way that even I was like, yeah, what was that? Like, she mm-hmm. said, Kung Fu, Kung Fu Panda 3. Mm-hmm. Mark Ellis said can you repeat that answer and she goes actually uh what i meant was kung fu panda 2 mm-hmm. so there was a challenge issued yes that no no she issued an answer mm-hmm. um there wasn't enough time between the two answers to yeah because it's one thing mm-hmm. to be like kung fu panda 3 oh, i'm sorry kung fu panda 2 yeah. it's one thing to kind of deliver it like that yeah but to go kung fu panda 3 i'm sorry what was that 
uh, actually Kung Fu Panda 2. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's kind of, that's that's, that's yeah. a good challenge. And in, if anybody has a problem with the way that these events turned out, it's in the rule book. It's in the rule book. And Liz yeah. is just got mm-hmm. a heart of gold. And she was like, yeah, no, it's, I it's, said it. I, that's what I said. Yeah. You're right. And I can't, you know, what am I, what else, what else yeah. am I going to say? Yeah. It was right there. Mm-hmm. Everybody was there. Mm-hmm. So the challenge was upheld. Um, and that question How, was yeah. thrown out. She did not get her points, but John did get a new question mm-hmm. because since she said the Openly right answer, said the right answer, yeah, and it was out there in, in you the know, open. John was saying he's he was still arguing that I should just get those points because mm-hmm. blah blah. But they did say no. I'm sorry. This is the way it Interest is. Of We're fairness. giving you a new question, yeah. and I understand. And I'm not gonna. I know that there's probably people out there that are like, oh, classic John, just crying about this and that. Yeah. And it's like, listen, I would have done the same thing. Yeah. Especially because he missed the, the, the replacing question. Even if you know, now nah, they're not going to give me this. Yeah. You might as well try. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I'm not going to fault him for that at all. Yeah. I, I'm, you're, and, and the thing that I really respect about it was that after it happened, John was like, you know, not apologizing to Liz, kind yeah. of, but he was like, listen, no disrespect. You know, I'm just trying to do what I'm trying to do here. Yeah. Like, I'm just, it's just, this is just the game and mm-hmm. I want to win. So much respect to both of them. Especially to Liz for being upfront and transparent. Like, yeah, nah, absolutely. man, I said Kung Fu Panda 3. Sorry. Mm-hmm. So he did get a new question and did miss the seal. Yeah, so, was, what was it, like the shark tail? Like who voices this person? Oh, yeah, person? like Eddie Murphy or something? No. Did so, he say Eddie Murphy or it was Eddie Murphy? No, it was Will Smith. Oh, word. Round three. I think he said Chris Rock. Oh, I thought he said it. Oh, Eddie Murphy was another answer yeah. because it was like the dragon in Mulan or something. Yes. No, yes, yes, no. I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't know. I'm barely making it through this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Round three. Two-pointer for Liz. 80s, 1980s. In what 80s film will you find the characters Goose, Iceman, and Merlin? I got this one, even though I've never seen it. Iceman is in... Well, oh, they didn't even say Maverick. Would that give it away? Yeah. I think Top, Gun. Be... Top Gun. Got yeah. it. Three-pointer for Liz. Coming of age. In 1979's Breaking Away... Four working-class teams faced off against snobby university students in what sport? Unfortunately, she did miss it. It was cycling or competitive bicycling. So she did miss it. So Mm -hmm. we stay with Liz for her five-pointer animated. You'll find Christopher Plummer as Henri Le Pigeon, a pigeon of French descent who oversees the construction of the Statue of Liberty in -hmm. what 1986 animated film? American Tale. Unfortunately, she did miss it. So we end up with 14-18, Roca. With a TKO, TKO, second one of the week for the exchange. Yeah, what a way to what a way start this season. The exchange is just like plowing through this. Yeah. Um, and the, the suspects. I mean, you guys started off strong, but now you've hit a snag. I mean, you know? it drives me insane when everyone's like, "It's over." It's like, yeah. "Can you? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Did you watch last season?" <laughs> so get out of my face with that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. it's not over. And you know people are gonna gonna look at this like, oh no, suspects, suspects are, in trouble. are in trouble. Oh my god, Sam's in trouble. Let's talk in several months. Yeah, see and where we're at. Everybody you know, is. If it rings season. true, it rings true. But you didn't know it at the time. You were just on the bandwagon of what's going on in the moment. Yeah. You know, slaves to the moment. Everybody's being right now is what it is. Yeah. It's okay. We're not worried. I'm not worried. I watched last season. I saw what happened. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, you know, excellent job. Oh yeah, it's John Rocco in the exchange. Take two TKOs in one week is fantastic. Yeah, and um, John Rocco just doing what John Rocco does, you yeah. know. And he's he's out for it because like he didn't have a terrible season last season. No, hit a couple snags. 
um, against some really heavy hitters. Yeah. And now he's he's taking that and moving forward. And, yeah. and as far as Liz, Liz, we're gonna see her again in the tournament in the teams tournament. I imagine we're gonna see her in a singles tournament. So well, no, we're gonna see her in a teams tournament because yeah. she's on a team with Ethan. I yeah. forget what it's called. Lightning time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. And also. You know, everybody has an off day from time to time. Liz yeah. is still a great player. She did say in her pre-match interview that she was like eating something. She's like, I'm sorry to be eating. I've had a really busy day and this is the first time I had to eat. Listen, girl, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. You don't have to make excuses. You're fine. And if you had a busy day, maybe you're just having an off day. Maybe your brain was just caught up in whatever errands you were doing at the beginning of the day. Girl, I'm not worried. Not at all. Because I know Liz is amazing. Lifting your player up. Lifting your teammate up. Ladies supporting ladies. Suspects supporting suspects. <laughs> <laughs> I know Liz is Yeah, I, this is a, it was a good match. And I would, I would venture to say that Liz is going to take this and be like, you know, that's not how I play. That's not indicative of my, my knowledge. No, if, if, Come if, back swinging in the if, team's if tournament. If we know Liz at all, she'll be like, hey, man, it just happens. It's a yeah. bad day. Yeah. <laughs> and then she'll just go on with her day because mm-hmm. she's, you know, amazing. Yeah. So... We'll go on to the next event, the main event, the overcard, if you will. Ben, Hashtag the boss by Bateman of the Dungeon versus Mark Yodi Riley of the Den. Former Spicy, teammates. Spicy, former teammates. You know, who's the boss, you know, going against each it's, other. Yeah. And and you, you continually hear, like, Riley's on his way out, and, you know, he's washed up. It's that. like, you always hear that. You heard that at... You heard that about uh, Roka two seasons ago. Mm-hmm. And look what the man's still doing. Yeah. Still out here getting I TKOs. I never thought that Dan Merle and John Roka could hit another stride. And it's like, well, nothing shows how much we know about the showdown. We'll see how it goes because yeah. the, the season is still young. It's still very young. But it is still a strong start. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how it goes. And But we're not talking about that. We're talking about Bateman and Riley here. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Dungeon versus Den, a, a heated new young rivalry here mm-hmm. we got going former horsemen, former teammates. <sighs> yeah. It breaks my heart, but, you know, sometimes stuff happens. Yeah. Round one. Riley missed a question about Mila Kunis and Hot Fuzz. Mm-hmm. Bateman missed a question about... I see the wheels turning. Yes. And then I see them malfunctioning. <laughs> it's <laughs> happening again. <laughs> because I have Ben Bateman missed a question about Ben Bateman. Jason Bateman. Jason. <laughs> I, got, I must have just subconsciously autocorrected myself. <laughs> ben my, Bateman missed a question about... PJ Pants. PJ Pants. Oh, 24 Like we're going to go anywhere. I got PJ Pants on too. Jason Bateman. Ben Bateman mm. missed a question. No, yes. Missed a question about... Jason Bateman. Yeah. It was Ben Bateman. I need to take another nap. <laughs> Six to seven in favor of Ben Bateman. Missed the, missed the perfect round opportunity. So yeah. That's actually that's that's missing the last question. Round two. Riley gets spinner's choice and takes Superman so, movies. Yeah. No surprise there. Mm-hmm. The first question, um, they asked how many times Henry Cavill mm. has portrayed um, Superman. Yeah. The correct answer, sorry to the question writers, the correct answer is not enough. <laughs> Am I right, ladies? Anyways, uh, there's that's Riley I'm did s- say. S- uh, I'm sorry. Go, oh no, go on. I'm sorry, go you wanted on. this tangent, but it's unfair how good looking that man is. I am sorry. I mean, yeah. and you took all the genes out of that film because his his brothers aren't bad looking, but but he there's got a clear blessed. there's a clear winner oh, he got <laughs> in blessed. that gene pool. And that's for sure. And I know, I know, like two other competitors. I think it's it's Mark and Draco and uh, 
Silver Strini, there will totally agree with me. Oh yeah, Mark Andreco, I think is he he loves <laughs> <laughs> Who wouldn't? Am uh, I right? That jawline, that cleft chin. I mean, Andrew can watch like a shirtless cavill scene and just be like, bro, listen, look away. You're making me weak in my knees. <laughs> yes, <okay?" laughs> and then you and then you top that delightful accent on top of it all. Oh my god. He's just man. I don't know who which of a, which one of us likes him more. <laughs> it might be Andrew. I don't know. It might be me. In any case, the answer actually is not enough. Yeah. But it's three. Riley was like, hey, listen, does this new Yeah, that's right. Does this new one factor into the mix? And it did. So um, and that, and that, that's a fair question because now that absolutely. you know, the, the snare cut is out there in the world, um, and I think it's going to be making some charity runs in some IMAX theaters. So will that count as theatrically released? Well, apparently it counts because it was factored into this question. So um, Christian did count down five, four, three, two, one, mm-hmm. and five, four, three, two, one, three is what Riley said. Mm-hmm. And there was an almost challenge issue that he didn't get it in on time, or that since when you get to say an answer at zero. You know, but they never actually officially issued the challenge. So yeah. Riley did get his points and went on to have a perfect round two. Ben Bateman goes, he gets spinner's choice. Everybody in this battlefield got yes. spinner's choice. The first time I think this has ever happened in four consecutive spinner's on choice. Precedented. He takes Tyler Perry to no one's surprise. Yeah. Perfect round two. 14 to 15 in favor of Ben Bateman. Round three, two pointer for Riley. Biopics. Who plays Truman Capote in the Bennett Miller directed film? Capote, this was a rough miss because yeah, I feel it was, like it was like just right there in front of him. The and minute like, they said now it's Philip Seymour Hoffman, you could see him like, no, no, yes, I knew that. Yeah. <laughs> so that was a rough That's, miss. That sucks. So we stay with Riley for his three pointer rom coms mm-hmm. in Sweet Home Alabama. Who plays Reese Witherspoon's socialite fiance Andrew? Patrick Dempsey, who's that McDreamy himself? I guess he got it. <laughs> Grey's Anatomy, I think. I think I, that's Patrick. Never watched a single episode. I think that's Patrick Dempsey. I don't know. He got it. Two-pointer for Bateman. Disaster movies. Who directed the 1998 reimagining of Godzilla? Roland Emmerich. Mm -hmm. Got it. I remember not hating that film. I remember not seeing that film. So. I remember the uh, the marketing with uh, Taco Bell. Those are some great... uh, marketing campaigns with the, the Godzilla dog. yeah the Taco Bell dog did a commercial with the, oh with my Godzilla. god I forgot about the Taco Bell dog hey Godzilla want something to drink oh sorry for god. that terrible yeah, that was rough that was a rough, rough <laughs> was pro- I will never do that, that again. was hard to I'm watch pro- and listen to sorry <laughs> apologies all around that was, that, was, that was terrible of me man no I forgot all about yeah. the Taco Bell dog man yeah there was Good a times. whole marketing campaign with him and yeah Yo Kiero Taco Bell yeah I remember those times. Mm-hmm. A simpler time. Take me back. <laughs> Take me back to the early 2000s, please. Yeah. I mean, there were some terrible 90s things and terrible th- early 2000s things, but for the most part, it's like... You're talking like just actual real like life stuff? Trend or? setting. Oh, and... yeah. Who cares? <laughs> we all wore terrible things, but it was fun. <laughs> and, you know, it's whatever. Some of those things are kind of I had back. frosted tips in high school. Don't... Yep. Before I knew you. Yes, before you met me. Yeah, I was going to say, I what? Had, I definitely had a, a phase where I went through frosted tips. Nice. Yep. Let's do that again. Uh, yeah, no. It was it was awful. Maybe I'll frost mine. What would that look like on long hair? Just the tip. <laughs> what would that look like? <laughs> probably not good. <laughs> probably probably bad. Ugh. I've never. What a time. Oh, no, okay, no, listen. I've dyed my hair one time. I'm not. I can't. Oh, yeah, for Halloween. I can't be one of those people 
that's like, I'm going to make my hair blue. I'm going to do my hair red. Like, good for you. I don't know how you do it. I can't. I dyed my hair one time and all I did was dye it dark brown because mm-hmm. I, I went as Princess Leia for Halloween one year. Mm-hmm. And I did like a one of those dyes where it was supposed to wash out in 28 shampoos. Spoiler alert, it yeah. didn't. Anyways, uh, three-pointer for Bateman. Disney. In which 2018 Disney film will you find the 100-acre wood and hear about creatures known as Huffleumps and Woozles? <laughs> for a second, I was like, the Grinch? Those sound like pretty Grinchy names. Yeah, no. Anyways, it was Christopher Robin. He got it. It was a charming movie. I didn't see it. Five-pointer for Riley. Remakes and reboots. What 2014 remake of a 1980s romance movie stars Gabriella Wilde, Alex Pettifer and Bruce Greenwood. I don't have the answer, but unfortunately he did yeah. miss it. 17 to 20 in favor of Bateman. Yeah. And before we move on, we have, I mean, we have to talk about this. If you watched it live. Well, you, you know, we don't have to drag it on. We're not going to drag it on, but you know, certain things happened um, <laughs> in the live stream. And if you watch the live stream, you know exactly what we're talking about. Yep. And edits had to be made. Um, hey, man, that's why... <laughs> That's what the digital age is such a, a pain sometimes. Yeah. Where things happen, um, hiccups will happen, and y- you have to cut around them, and they had to reshoot a couple things, and you yeah, know what? Yeah, things happen. And you know what? There was somebody recently that mm-hmm. went on to stereo with yeah. Christian and was like, mm, talking about your match yeah. and your pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, wow, kind of a, I don't want to say a bad word, but like, kind of... Kind of, uh, yeah. I don't know. I think he said it was like BS. Oh, it wasn't live. You're trying to pass it off as live. Kind of BS. And it's like, this is exactly why. Yeah. Especially in the digital age. A lot of stuff can go wrong. A lot of technical issues can go wrong. Mm-hmm. We saw Ben Bateman freeze up on camera. Yeah. You know, things happen that are out of your control. And I know that this, what happened, wasn't a technical glitch. It was just kind of a, I don't know, I don't it, human it, error, I guess yeah. you could say. I don't we know. Don't have to An oversight. Harp on it. Don't need to harp on it, but that things like this happen. Yeah. So I feel like it was almost kind of a a good thing yeah. for fans to be able to see this like behind the scenes making of the sausages. Mark Ellis said. Yeah. Like it's kind of good to see it because you get a full. A f- I think you get a fuller appreciation for the kind of stuff that the, the production team goes. The, just through. the work that is good because full transparency in in my match against Alex the the preview before it was pre recorded. It was pre recorded. Obviously, it was a difficulty. There was two hiccups that happened in that yeah. match, and nobody noticed it because they edited it out. And also, and it, it makes for a better product. It makes for a better product. Can you imagine how much more time would drag on if we had to sit there during the challenge, during challenges for the yeah. whole time, during if something does happen technically? Mm-hmm. You know, it's all in the best interest of the fans. But the, I feel like the fact that people got to see this happen, I think, is kind of it's a, good, a blessing in disguise. A yeah. blessing in disguise because now people, I think, can have a better appreciation for what does happen mm-hmm. and the gift that Nerd Chronic gives us every every match mm-hmm. that you don't have to see all this behind the scenes it stuff yeah. that doesn't add to the match yeah. you don't have to worry about it we don't have to worry about it the team does yeah which sucks for them but that's what they do and they handle it like champs yeah so i'm just i'm almost kind of not that i'm glad it happened but i'm like good i'm glad people get to see this and yeah. i'm glad they get to appreciate yeah, it because more. you you the fans only get to see what they see Exactly. And they very, very rarely, almost never get to see stuff like this. Unless you sit in on a exactly. studio match. The stuff like this happens a lot. And it, exactly. it's a credit to the team, the production team, of being able to, like, all right, that didn't happen. Right. Not, not like it didn't happen. Like, hey, they don't need to see this. Don't part. worry about that. It, it kills the momentum of, of, of the viewership. Yeah. And it, it kind of tarnishes the brand a bit of, like, 
you're gonna let that slide yeah. you know what i mean because it makes us it's it's so it makes, easy for fans to be like oh why don't you just do this why don't you just do that this is why because stuff happens okay so i'm gonna go on a small rant here oh boy because you know <laughs> speaking as a you know a production professional i'm a freelance videographer i edit for a living when somebody a clients fans somebody says hey just do this that's like 10 hours of work yeah it, it's not just oh yeah just do this why don't you just it's, do this just hit the photoshop button it's like all right you want me to make this one change it it creates a ripple effect it's like now i gotta change this and that and that to, to fix that and adjust to that so yeah. when anybody ever says yeah just do that it triggers me to no end <laughs> it's like <laughs> you have no idea how much those words that you just said add so much more work to my plate yeah so when anybody <laughs> i could rant on and on for I about just could. do I've that heard it. so but yeah no i blessing in disguise yeah. i think i know it's a headache for the crew it, it and is. It, it sucks to happen and it sucks when it happens live yeah and you gotta you gotta keep your composure also because you know people are watching yeah. so you know it's frustrating but maybe it'll give people a maybe deeper, maybe a, a deeper, appreciation deeper appreciation for what for the product you're receiving yeah for what everybody goes through and what everybody does mm-hmm. behind and how the it's, scenes. it's not always just do this it's not always just let me snap my fingers and oh we yeah we can't thanos snap our problems away in exactly. life and in productions exactly so. So that was that. You know, it happened. It's whatever. Yeah. It's over. Didn't and it didn't change the course of the match. Yeah. It just kind of, you know. Yeah. It just happened. Bateman still came out on top. And um it was interesting to see like the chemistry between the managers and the players because like I like this new attitude that Riley has now. It's not, yeah. not it's not so as intense. It's a lot like what I'm ex- experiencing. Yeah, with him and Kate. Yeah. yeah, with him and Kate. It's like brand new attitude. Go out there, have fun. You know what you know, you Try know to stay what you loose. do. Stay loose, let the answers come to you. And it's not so much like you gotta win. You have to win this for the faction. You have to do this. We want to stay on top. And it's just that laid back attitude. And, you know, I like seeing Riley in this this vein. And heel, mm-hmm. heel Bateman and Kaiser is... It, it works. They're great. It I works. mean, I love Bateman. I love Kaiser. Mm-hmm. So I think it's it's a great match. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's fun to see the, ke- the chemistry between these players yeah. and their managers. Yeah. And I think at the end, during the post-match, I think Bateman and Roca are going at it now oh yeah and i think they're gonna have a, a a match on the books soon don't know if it's I'd been announced that. but it'll be an overcard somewhere that... <laughs> <laughs> overcard coined by the beyond the down oh yeah Hell hashtag yeah. so yeah so that was a fantastic week of of matches um and we have nothing but more good stuff to coming up more good stuff let's yeah. see so next week is or this, this week. week sorry my bad yeah let's do that this week is april somehow so this week we go and get Thursday, April first. We go and get Alex Damon of the Stars oh, yeah. versus Barbarian of the That's Finstock Exchange in Inner one. Geekdom. A very good one. Then Winner he... goes to play uh, Kalinowski in oh, the number one okay. contender match. Dang. Mm-hmm. Friday the second, we get ooh a team's number one contender match between Shazam, ooh, yeah, Shazam of the Quirky Mercs versus Final Exam of Swag. It's going to be a good you one. You know who I'm cheering for. I wonder. <laughs> and then, actually, wait, hold on. I think that might be the week. Mm-hmm. That might be the week because then the next one looks like it's the following week. So, so it we... looks like we have Damon Barbarian, mm-hmm. Shazam Final Exam. That's only two matches this coming week? According to the schmodownlive.com. Huh. That's what I'm seeing on the on the schedule because the next one after oh, that is April 7th. I think they might be releasing my match publicly. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that'll... That might be... Yeah, my coworkers are like, "Where, where is it? Where is it? Where is it?" I'm like, "I don't know." Oh <laughs> man, Nerd Chronic is just you know waving his wand over it, making it beautiful. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought it was gonna come out this past week, but I was like, "Oh no, I guess not." So, 
it's because they already had a pay-per-view on the docket so it's like yeah when are you gonna on the dossier dossier <laughs> so, so yeah well uh, it'll be a, a lighter week next week that's mm-hmm. okay but it's okay because it's gonna be two big matches to talk about yes so, two very big matches. very excited to see alex and craig go against each other the barbarian mm-hmm. excuse me and uh shazam in the final exam is yeah. gonna be it's, it's gonna, gonna be too good and so my very well might be a shorter episode uh, this next coming week. We'll see. I mean, we can always drone on about something. We like to keep it concise for yeah. you guys. So there's no problem with that. Yeah. You know, who's got the time? Yeah. So um, with that, I think we'll end this episode here. Nikki DiMolanta, Star Wars competitor Nikki DiMolanta. Where can they find you online? D- debatable. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Dimmy, D-I-M-M-M-Y-Y-Y. As for me, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Drew DiMolanta. D-I-M-A-L-A-N-T-A. If you listen to us on audio form, please follow feed. Rate us if you can. And if you're watching us on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe, and click the bell icon over in the lower right-hand corner to see when we do things on YouTube. That'll do it for us. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Beyond the Schmodown. We'll see you next, next time. time.